All right. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good day to everyone watching the Six Warning Conversation, which is live between me and Greg. Yes, indeed. So how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Uh, you know, as Hanging well as there. one can be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have a lot on our plate right now. And, um, you know, we're, we'll be moving. So we're, we're getting a lot of our, you know, ducks in, the ro in a row and, um, you know, every, everything like dotting our I's and crossing our T's. So, you know, we'll be releasing content on a regular schedule, but, you know, Doing our best. Sometimes <laughs> we just have to take a breather yeah. and uh, say stuff like this. So hopefully you don't mind. Transparency, right? <laughs> a great skill in communication. Um, so in addition to transparency, another great skill in communication is dun, 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 mirroring, right? Mirroring. Yeah. And it's basically as it sounds, right? So Greg is basically <laughs> <laughs> doing what I'm doing. You know that game where you kind of, when you're a child, you play it? Um, at least in the U.S., like, definitely, I've, we've done this before. When you're trying to annoy someone, you do, the like, the miming, you do what they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, what's it called? Like, the cop, it's like the copycat game or something? I don't know, I can't remember. I don't know if the, there's a name for it, but maybe there, there is. is. There is, oh. there's definitely, yeah. Okay. So it's basically, yeah. like, if you're annoyed or someone's annoying you, you, like, start copying them. Mm -hmm. So. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Are you doing what I'm doing? Are you doing what I'm doing? So, okay, anyway, <laughs> it's very in infantile but um you know that's a type of mirroring that actually gets under people's skin but in a positive sense mirroring is supposed to promote and in fact it does it increases the bond between you and the other person so we're looking mostly at dyadic um interactions meaning between two people because mm -hmm. when you're in a group setting it's a little bit you can mirror but who are you going to mirror are you going to single someone out and mirror them are you going to single like you know what i mean it's going to be a little bit more challenging so when we talk about mirroring it's usually in the in the context of a dyadic interaction meaning a so conversation i have something to add to the group one between, we can talk about it later yeah no let's talk about that so dyadic meaning between two people yeah just to yeah what were you going to say i was just going to say let's um, talk about it now i have some idea okay well, no, but I, let's let's start with the um, setting it up. Yeah, just getting the concept. Okay, I just of don't want you to forget it, I won't. so don't forget. It. I won't. Okay, you um, guys remind us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you have any questions about this, anything that pops up, just send it over in the chat, um, in the margin, and we'll we'll get to it. Um, so so the you know the uh, the lesson that we put out earlier this week was about interactional synchrony and reciprocity. And you may have heard of this before, but I'm guessing probably not because it's one of those. <laughs> I had not. Yeah, it's it's pretty um, specific, right? And if you recall, if you watched the lesson, which we hope you did, um, it's really about that time when you're a neonate, right? Even a three-day-old and you're a newborn and you are basically, the way you interact with your primary caregiver, in many people's cases, it's their mother, um, but in some cases it's not, right? It's the primary caregiver, let's just call it. That interaction, that bonding that happens, it sets the stage for so many important social interactions that develop mm. later in life and increasing and, and helping us become attuned to things like empathy um, and, and mirroring, right? So it's a type of mirroring and it, it promotes bonding and attachment, mm -hmm. right? So that's it really sets the stage for what we know as mirroring later in life and this is something that we actually don't really pay attention to 
when we have really good rapport with someone. So if you really click instantly with somebody, and we have a video, a few videos on rapport, so definitely check that out if that's something that you wanna know more about. We have content on it. If I immediately click with Greg, which we did, we were fast friends, um, you just start to kind of like imitate their behavior in the most casual sense. So if their arms are starting to like cross like this, you'll start to get the feeling of wanting to do this. And you might catch yourself mid like gesture and be like, oh, I'm copying that person. <laughs> or if they yawn, right? Yawning is extremely contagious. Even hearing the sound of someone yawning will get you to yawn. Um, try it out sometime. One so, of the, one of the yeah. uh, things that I notice sometimes is if I'm speaking to someone with an accent, yeah. this is in English, yeah. I'll start to adopt their accent. So if I'm speaking to someone with a British accent, I start to use um, some British yeah. phrases and, and pronunciation. Yeah. Um, and the same for like a Southern accent. Uh -huh. I might start using a Southern accent for that. It's, it's just, it, it sort of happens naturally. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't think about it. Right. But it helps me, even though I don't, I don't know if it's, you know, helping me actually develop a tighter connection with them. But what I do know is it helps me connect with them psychologically. Yeah. Right. Um, when when I start speaking the way they do, uh, it helps me a little bit get in their shoes mm. um, and, and talk with a little more empathy right. and understanding. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that could certainly be viewed as like a type of mirroring. Um, but you know, it's a lot to do with also like nonverbals um, and even, you know, syncing up to match their tonality, their inflection patterns, and also the pacing, right? So I'm someone who talks pretty fast. And when I'm with people who talk even faster than I, like it's, you know, a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> so um, my point here is that with people that you don't have natural rapport, this is when you need to start tapping into your mirroring capabilities, right? And actually make a conscious effort to, to do something about it. Mm. If you want to become closer to them, if you want to become better friends with them, better colleagues, make a good impression, right? Make that indelible mark on them. Or just communicate more effectively, right? Exactly. Communicate with more clarity. Yeah. So, you know, things like, really like how looking at how they sit in their chair, right? And if they're sitting up like this, then you do that too. Um, if they have their like hands on the table, do that too. You don't have to copy their exact gesture, right? But, but do it in a way that's one, not that obvious, right? We're aiming for subtlety here. And two, it's some, somewhere close to what they're doing, right? Somewhat close. So if they're using their hands quite a bit, then you start to sort of gesture a little bit too. You don't have to go crazy with it. But again, if you do it subtly, they're not going to pick up on it mm -hmm. like you're playing Simon Says with yeah. them. Another example is um, when you're at like a business lunch or something. Yeah. Um, you sort of mirror what they order, right? Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if they're getting a light salad, yeah. you know, you don't necessarily want to get the porterhouse steak. Right. Uh, it just it creates this sort of um, incongruency that 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 uh, can be uh, distracting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I typically wait for the other person to to order first. Yeah. And then get something sort of roughly in that category. Right. Um, yeah. So if they're having like a pasta or an antipasta or something, you'll order the same. 
Yeah, something that's similar. sort of thematically similar. Yeah. Uh, it just, I don't know, it somehow creates this alignment. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. And, and it, sh it shows the shared interests, shared values. Yeah. Um, that that smooths the way for uh, a better conversation about whatever you're you know, meeting about. Right. You know, in, in movies, sometimes you'll see those like business luncheon settings type things. And, and they'll say, I'll have what, you know, he's having or I'll have what she's having. And sometimes like you'll, they'll get like a, a plate of like something that they don't like or maybe something that they've never tried before. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, boy. Yeah. Like, oh, actually, what is what is this that we're having? Yeah. It's like, I, oh, actually, okay. I, I, a hilarious example of that is um, my, my brother does a lot of uh, client meetings mm -hmm. um, for work. And uh, one of the uh, uh, one of his clients in the past would always order this huge uh, plate of sushi, right. like a sushi for two. My brother did not like sushi, but every time they met, they'd always get this plate of sushi, and he'd just, you know, do his best to Power have some through. of the sushi. <laughs> um, Wash it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know that 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 by creating this sort of shared something that that some point of commonality. Yeah. Uh, it it does establish uh, um, rapport, a, a bond, rapport. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Right, it's synchronous. Right, that's that's the bottom line. That's like what we want to underscore, right? So mirroring, right? Doing very similar, you know, you can even get down to like micro expressions. The person themselves showing the micro expression, expressing that, you know, the flash of that emotion in a fraction of a second might not pick up on themselves doing it, but them seeing it in you might, you know, resonate with them. And they'll, because they're feeling, for example, frustration. And if you show frustration on your face, you're commiserating, right? It's yeah. like a way of. I think of it you know, almost as a dance, right? Yeah, like it's a good communication analogy. itself is almost a dance, right? Yeah. You're going back and forth. You're talking, then your conversation partner's talking. You go back and forth, um, but there is also when you're dancing, you're basically synchronizing your movements, right? Um, and so you do that with conversation, and you can also do that with your body. Yeah. And and I think you mentioned early on uh, how this comes from being a uh, baby, right? Yeah. We start to mirror it as a baby. I think it also just comes from being human, yep. right? Um, long ago, when we're dancing around a fire together, yeah. we're all sort of in this synchrony. We're all moving as one unit. Um, there's, there's, a, there's I, I think this idea of mirroring and, and sort of replicating the other person's behavior is deeply rooted in and our sense like, of tribe and tri belonging. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a really good point. I love that connection that you drew, drew just there because... It just reminds us that we do need social connections to thrive, right? I mean, how happy is a misanthropic person? Not that happy. Not if they can have just like a few friends that they can hang out with and yeah, not if not call. if uh, Jane Austen's uh, to be believed. Yeah. Why? Well, which one are you thinking of? For well, Jane Austen? She she just has a lot of very misanthropic characters, and they always tend to be cranky and and a bit uh, yeah. Um, difficult to to communicate with. I'm trying to think. Can you just name one so I can? There's a few. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll go over it next time. I yeah. love Jane Austen, so I'm trying to think who's that. I mean, Catherine de Bourgh. Right? Okay. Okay. Perfect. That's Catherine de Bourgh okay. yeah. from uh, Pride and Prejudice. Okay. Like she's a. Okay. Uh, or no, that sense and sensibility. Yeah, sense, sense and sensibility. sensibility yeah. Right. Yeah. I yeah, think you, so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or the uh, the like the friar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, perfect. Um, yeah, there's just some some kooks. Yeah. So again, <laughs> and, and right. they tend to be kooky because they're not in synchrony yeah. with the people around them. Right. Right. It kind of is like, you know, there's that whole thing about yes, it's good to stand out, be authentic, but at the same time, you want to kind of be be 
be in unison with other people, right? You want to be in harmony, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point, which is how do you balance um, being in synchrony with someone without being um, excessively, uh, without su- su- suppressing your authenticity, yeah. right? And your, yeah. your individual identity. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It's a good, uh, maybe it's a good topic for another time. Uh, if that's something that you're interested in, comment below. But yeah, I mean, I think there is definitely a balance and it's really about um, expressing yourself authentically, but also like respecting the way the other person communicates. And alongside mirroring, and I think we'll end with this. Before that, though, I do want to hear your point about group. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's funny because we we started to touch on it, actually. Oh, Um, cool. But what I was thinking with groups is that... So mirroring and groups. Mirroring and groups. Um, there are aspects that you can mirror in a group setting, okay. right? For yeah. example, if you see that everyone's sort of casual and relaxed, mm. um, then you maybe don't want to use stiff formal language. Right, or pay attention to your language register. Right, right? Um, and and likewise, if it's a very sort of formal setting and you see people, um, you know, that clearly propriety is, is, is a crucial part of their yeah. <laughs> behavioral norms, yeah. and you can sort of adopt that. Yeah. You basically read the room mm. and try and match the context, you know, be appropriate. Um, is this a situation where you should be loud and, and body or soft and reserved, right? Right. So there are cultural norms and, and just behavioral norms that you can sort of read in a group setting that you can mirror yourself to establish rapport with that yeah. group. Yeah, I love that. So that's perfect. I mean, I think you really hit the nail on the head with that. Um, so try it out. You know, see, compare how you mirror in a dyadic, right, two-person interaction um, and in more of like a group setting, even with like four people, let's say. And, you know, it would be curious. You could even do a little experimenting with, you know, in real life versus online. How do you mirror in like a Zoom call mm. in a virtual setting? Um, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on that. What because a great prompt. I know, it's a good one. Um, but I didn't say the last thing that I was going to say, which is the other form of mirroring is paying attention to communication styles. So sensory preferences, check out that video about visual, auditory, and kinesthetic communication sensory preferences. Remember, that was a mouthful, if you recall. Um, because that's another form of mirroring, right? Great. So. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, pretty comprehensive, but there's still a lot that we can talk about always. So now we're, we're turning it over to you. We want you to do that challenge with the in real life and the virtual setting of figuring out, you know, how can you show, uh, how can you do mirroring? Let us know how that goes and other strategies that you feel like you'd like to share with this amazing community. So I think that's a wrap. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. <laughs> and we you. look forward to hearing from you. That's right. And And we'll see you. Happy exploring. Later. (laughs) (laughs) Not so much synchrony there. Bye, everyone. There we do. There we have it with the wave.